Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hey everyone, welcome to Moms in Real Estate. I'm Angela Fazio. And I'm Kristen Cantrell. And today we're talking to an amazing mom from Canada. You guys, her name is Chelsea Bougeau. We called her Chelsea Bougie Bougeau. <laughs> <laughs> but she's anything but bougie. We cannot mm -hmm. wait for you to hear about not only her transition from most of her career being in new home sales into um, residential real estate, you know, not res I mean resale. Mm -hmm. And then, but wait until you hear her personal details. She is fascinating. So welcome, Chelsea. We're so glad to have you today. Give us Thank a little you. bit about yourself. Um, okay. So I've spent the last 18 years in new home sales. Um, I'm in my sort of late thirties, uh, 38. I'm really proud to be getting up in age. It's, it's only a, I guess, more exciting transition as I get older, I feel. Um, but I've been in the industry for quite some time now transferred into the resale side of things, which is super exciting for me. It gives me a little bit more time to be flexible with my 12 year old daughter. Um, and it's just a, a really exciting adventure. It's, it's new and, and certainly learning a lot, but a lot of what I knew from before coming into this has played a huge part in being able to talk to people about, residential homes, building new homes, construction, um, sort of the back end things that people, you know, when you're looking at new homes, you kind of think of like all the icing thing as I, the icing stuff, as I kind of call it. Um, and being able to have a background in the cake is, is really, really helpful when people are looking for a home. That That's is a, a really good, good analogy. Yeah, it really is. Wow. Was that, was it hard? Like, yes, there's so many things that you brought in from being in new homes when you did the leap and went into residential, but was it hard for you to make that leap? Yes, it took a couple of years, actually. Um, the security of being in a, in a show home and just, well, so there's two parts to that. So there's the security of like actually having the benefits and that side of things, but then there's still like, you're still a commission-based uh, employee. So, you know, you're only, I guess I could say you're only good as your last sale is, is sort of mm -hmm. how I always felt. And really kind of diving into this side, it's, yeah, it was a big transition, but one that I wish I had have done probably years ago. And who mm -hmm. knows if it would have been the right time at that moment, but it really, it took me a couple years to kind of finally decide to make the jump and just give it my all. I really wanted to do things my way now. And I found a really sweet spot in this market and just being able to kind of have my clients back instead of sort of being that middleman to go between the builder and your client trying to appease all parties. This side, you're just, you know, you can do for your clients. And that was super important for me. I often got into struggle with the builders that I was with because I, I really, really fought for them when I thought that something was owed to them. Yeah, you know what? Uh, we hear that quite often with people who transition from the new home sales side. And the other thing I hear is like, there's just points in your career where you don't want to just sit there passively waiting for something to happen. You want to go after it if you, if you, I mean, you have the choice to go after it on the resale side, mm -hmm. right? 
Absolutely. I've kind of been an entrepreneur at heart for my entire life. I've always kind of wanted to do my own thing. And then where there is, you know, flexibility and you're, you know, sort of your own business in the show home, this is such a, a world of difference where you can really like create your business how you want it. You can pick the people that you want to work with. You know, I, I always think of like, it's a relationship that I have with these people forever. And, you know, I love that I get to choose people that have the same values as I do to work with. And those are the mm -hmm. people that I, you, you just naturally attract that type of clientele when you're able to kind of put yourself out there and just be raw with everyone and honest, I guess, be yourself. And that's kind of how I sort of entered this. And I love being able to have the friends and relationships that I have now just because of what I'm doing. Well, and the other part of it that I know that you're very happy about is going from, um, you know, not seeing your daughter as much as you'd like to, to now it's all on your own terms. Yeah, exactly. Like I felt like I was a bit of a slave to the show home. Um, and I, you know, when I had Addie, she's 12 now, but I, when I had Addie, I didn't take a maternity leave. I think I took maybe like five weeks off and kind of got back into it. Not that I had to, not that the builder that I was working for made me do that, but I felt like I was going to lose the area that I was so comfortable with and that was so close to home for me. And so I wanted to make sure that I was able to, you know, if I needed to be home in, in 10 minutes, I could. Whereas if I took a year off, I would have been, you know, going to the north end of the city. And, and that was a, a really big factor for me. And now our relationship is, better than ever i you know i can't imagine not being you know not being as close as i am with her we do everything together and she often loves to come with me to do all my real estate filming she's like she tells me that she's my her, her, her uh she's my photographer she says so it's photographer <laughs> yes of course <laughs> you guys I, listen i gotta just pause for a minute we could probably do chelsea part one part two part three this woman is so interesting I so know. we have to we have to get into yeah. some of your personal details that like, I know, absolutely blows my mind. So first, mm -hmm. let's see, well, where, where should we start? Let's, I want to start with the motorcycle. Start, okay. Tell us about your motorcycle. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, he he kind of took some time off of riding and then recently purchased um, a breakout, which is a pretty, a pretty nice Harley. I'll, I'll have to send you guys some pictures, but anyways. And then the year after that, I, I really loved riding always, but I never really rode motorcycles on the street. We always had dirt bikes and things that we rode. But uh, then he, for my anniversary, for our fifth, 14th anniversary, he bought me my first Harley. Um, and it was called an Iron 883, which then I later named the real estate business that I have Iron Realty after my motorcycle. And Addie and I and Jay just, we, we've always loved riding together. We take trips out to sort of a little small town from where we are out there to have some drinks and have lunch and stuff. So um, fairly shortly after that, I hit some gravel and I crashed my Harley. And uh, I, I kind of roughed up my arm and had some, a lot of scarring. So I ended up tattooing and getting a full sleeve to kind of make it pretty again. And I got three roses on the outside of my arm for each one of us. And that's oh my just gosh, I love that. Forever, so. Show again, because it's so pretty. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to the podcast, you need to go on YouTube and watch this part. It's too <laughs> yeah. pretty. So, pretty. Yes. <laughs> so that's, so that's super interesting. interesting. That's how I that's got started. 
Okay. So also tell like where you live. Yeah. I live in the country, which is, um, so Calgary, Alberta is, a, I mean, it's, it's a pretty booming city, but it's, we live about 12 minutes south of Calgary, kind of in between Okotoks and, and Calgary. So I, I always loved being in the country and it's just so amazing. I mean, I'm looking out my window trying to like describe it to you, but we have five acres of land out here and it's absolutely stunning. It's the just being in nature. Like I find like if I can just kind of get back to nature, I feel really, really settled as a mm -hmm. just trying to like human this world. <laughs> Isn't it funny how nature can do that? I have a cabin up north because uh, where we live in Arizona, it's so congested compared to what we're used to from growing up here. But the minute I get up north, like I get this like oh, like my stresses go away. Like nature just, I don't know what it is about it, but it can just be so calming, you know? I agree. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting, Chelsea, is um, my husband and I got uh, called to speak in Calgary. I, have, I don't remember how long ago this was. And, and it's the first time I'd ever even thought about going to Calgary. What a beautiful place. Like we drove out to Banff? Yes. Yes, yep. Banff? That's a very I mean, that whole place. area was such a shocker down that little cute Calgary so cute and out, out around it is so beautiful so mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie not in the winter but it is <laughs> a beautiful place it can certainly be a little chilly in the winter time but um it's so close to the mountains and it's such a clean city I've I've honestly like just I don't know where else I could go that I would be happier to live other than yeah. that other winters can be a little cool but um, but we also find really fun stuff to do out here in the wintertime. We have quads and we go tobogganing behind, Jay pulls us behind the, the, our like two seater quad and, That's you know, cool. we have big bonfires and yeah. So I just, you know, you just kind of make it what it is. And I think that this is a really interesting place to live where we can kind of have access to all of the things. So. So how is the real estate market out there? And kind of tell us a little bit about, you know, you rebuilding your, or building your business from your background. Like how has that looked for you? Um, I, you know, I came into it having a lot of clientele from home for homeowners and people that had built with me over the years. Um, so I kind of felt like I had a little bit of a head start in that sense uh, because I had a bit of a database. The market here is absolutely wild. It's unlike anything I've ever seen. Homes are selling, you know, $100,000 over asking price. It's just a very competitive place right now. And on the building side, like I, I really love the building side and I'd love to help people build their new home. I do think that people need representation when they're building a home and somebody that's experienced in this side of things. Uh, because there's a lot of things that maybe aren't said during the building process that need to be addressed. And, you know, getting into the building side, it's there's such limited inventory for land that it's a real struggle even trying to find opportunity to build a new home. So having somebody kind of in your corner to search for land opportunities or sort of have the, the back end knowledge of what's coming up in certain developments is really important. But it's I it's think it's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. You're the first new home person, though, that I mean, this may. It may not be true of them, but you're the first new home person that we've spoken to that literally speaks to understanding the actual building process, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? Yeah. So I, I don't know it's, that everyone does that. It's really important for me to really make sure that my clients understand, like, this is where we start. 
then we need this. Then you talk about this. Then we talk about building specifications. What do we look for during the building process that's really going to, you know, make or break the home? Are they insulating properly? Are Is the electrical done? You know, there's certainly home inspections that are done throughout the process, but there's there are always things that are missed. And if we're not walking through the home on an ongoing basis, it's like... You, you just, you want to catch things before they're an issue. And I mean, it's happened even when I was in new home construction uh, that we would walk through the house and be like, oh, that light's in the wrong spot. Like it's so much easier to address things during construction instead of, you know, you take possession and then things go wrong. Mm -hmm. But I think the knowledge and having, you know, I hate to say having me as your, as your realtor in, in building a home, but I mean, it's just anyone that really has the experience of, building and knows the construction process as well as I do or somebody that's been in the industry for a long time is good. Yeah. I just commend you though, because I am a hundred percent sure that not all new home salespeople pay attention and care to learn to the, to the depth that you have. Mm -hmm. So that's fantastic for your clients. Yeah. And yeah, I feel they, like a lot of new agents get in our industry and they don't even know what to do when it comes to a new build. It's not, it's not like a popular class. It's actually a class I put on because I never see anybody else doing it to where we actually go to the new builds and tour them. And I have the, I have um, like the inspector come out and everything because I just feel like it's, no one knows what they're doing, you know? No, they don't. And there is a lot of new home sales people that are very new to the industry. They're selling a home, they're selling a thing and they don't necessarily know how the thing goes together. Um, you know, we recently uh, had this experience with one of my clients building a home here in Calgary. And, you know, we're going through the initial set of drawings that are going to be released to construction. And, you know, the vault is missing or the, the walls are eight inches wide and they, they shouldn't be. There should be two by four walls. Like, why did that, you know, just little things that, you know, knowing what you, knowing what I know is, is helpful to provide input and change some of those things and make sure that they're caught. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's well, awesome. I'm so impressed. I'm so I impressed. I love to profess. I don't know why. That's just my job. So it's like, it's just my day to day. So. Okay. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you another thing that impresses me about you is how intentional you have mm -hmm. been in building relationship with your daughter. Mm -hmm. I think our audience needs to hear a couple of you know, uh, what I mean by that and like a couple of things that you do to intentionally make communication really yes. on point with her, et cetera, because I am sure I need the tips. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm sure our audience does as well. Mm -hmm. Well, I think with Addie, like, I mean, in her younger phases, yes, in her younger years, we didn't have as much time together, but then kind of getting older was really important for me because as a girl, growing up, like I was always really close with my mom and I wanted to make sure that Addie and I had such an open line of communication that she could come and talk to me about anything. And so being open with your kids and, you know, we always think like we have to shield our kids from hurt and things that we're going through. And I find if I open up and say, you know, this is really bothering me or this happened to me and it really hurt my feelings, or this is how I uh, this is how somebody addressed me and it, and it didn't sit well. I think that just relating your own experience to your kids in a way that they think it's normal to have all of the emotions, no matter what they are. Um, you know, I think some parents often try to shield their, their kids from hard things. And, you know, it's like, then we're not teaching them to be human. We're teaching them that, you know, we're bottled up and we don't cry and we don't, 
you know, have difficult emotions. And I found that like, if I am more open and just raw with her, that she will understand and she will be okay with having some of those same emotions and interactions, even as she goes through her school, middle school and high school days. So we really talk a lot, like a lot. Wow, <laughs> and I'm sure awesome. I'm going to get a spicy attitude from her, but I hope I don't. I mean, if I can kind of just oh, you will. I know, <laughs> I know. I, the day is going to come. I know it. And I was like that, you know, to my mom and we, uh, as teenagers, we know everything. And so I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and our hormones are crazy, so we just we're mean. <laughs> well, you know, and she she said to me the other day, she was like really crying and upset, and then she was mad, and then she was like a whole plethora of emotions. And she was like, mom, I just don't know what's going on. Like I, you know, I'm mad one time. I'm happy. I'm sad. I'm laughing. I'm like, don't worry, kid. This is just normal. This is hormones. <laughs> I'd love to say it goes away. But sometimes, it yeah. sometimes it rears its ugly head again. Yes. Like, being so relieved that this was like, okay to feel all these like different emotions in like a time frame of 10 minutes. Like, oh, mm -hmm. it's all good. You're fine. It's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. Yes. So yeah, her and I are, are super close and I'm so excited. I'm so thrilled that she's such a cool girl and I can kind of talk to her as a, as a friend as well. Yeah. I think that that's such great advice. I, I think that it's, it's a reminder and great advice for me. I know because, you know, sometimes it is hard to explain to your kids what's going on, but I really do think it's a lesson that will, will serve them well throughout when they're growing up. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. They just need the truth. That's all. That's well, right. and that's kind of how like, and I can tell you're like this too, like you're very authentic and raw. And I feel like, you know, that's how we live our life. But sometimes it's like, you don't want your kids, you feel like you don't want your kids to like feel that, but you do, you do like, you know, I yeah. don't know. I think it, that was really, really good advice. Yep. I think so too. I'm, I'm, um, I'm humbled by the way that you are like forming that relationship with your daughter. Mm -hmm. I also love your story about not ever even wanting kids, you thought. And now here you yeah, are absolutely in I love. With this My husband was like, girl. you know, kind of gave me that ultimatum when we, we met on a blind date, kind of another randomness. No way. <laughs> met on a blind date. We've been married for 17 years. Um, and he never, he always wanted to have a family. He wasn't ever really close with his family and, and I was, but I wasn't like, I don't know. I just didn't know that I wanted kids. And he was like, well, you know, this is kind of a deal breaker for me. And, you know, we had our one and I'm just thrilled with how everything turned out. And I can't imagine it any other way, but yeah, I, you just kind of fall into naturally fall into your, in, I guess you just fall into your home, your place. And it just yeah. works. Well, you exude confidence mm -hmm. and I love your story and how you've shared so many personal parts of you. I thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You've brought so much value for sure. I do. I agree. I agree. All right, you guys, listen, two times a year, we have a women's seminar. Yeah. Two times flourish. A year. You guys flourish. have heard it. You've heard us talk about it. It's yes. so fantastic. So you always want to look at, um, at our moms in real estate Instagram for up and coming dates, um, or the flourish event.com to see either what you just missed or what's coming up. And we just want you ladies to be involved. We have, as you hear today, we have amazing women that we interact with and it's an awesome opportunity to meet some of those people face to face. So, um, thank you again, Chelsea, for being a guest. It was thank you. An absolute I, pleasure. It's such an honor to talk to you ladies.